14, two touchdowns. Four seconds. 14, Valentine's Day. 14. 14. Go. Episode 14. A victorious week of the Afterthoughts podcast, my friends. Victory, yes. Indicating that the Broncos won. That was. The ugliest, weirdest the, the worst Monday night win. football game. Neither team deserved to win, but we somehow won. What's going wow. on with the Broncos? It's been a little bit of a, a turnaround story. You got... So the Broncos gave up 70 points. Yeah. Also, welcome everybody to the Afterthoughts yeah. podcast. <laughs> where we, oh, yeah. Hi, the first thanks for watching. Five to ten minutes talking about <laughs> sports normally. But we're going we're gonna to move fast today because we got a special guest. Oh, we got yeah. a special episode We do? Today. We do. Oh, my Surprise. Goodness. Uh the Broncos gave up 70 points in a game to the Dolphins yeah. earlier this year. Yeah. And the last two games they've played have shut down the Chiefs and shut down the Bills. Yeah. It kind of feels like that, what was it, 2011 when when Tebow was quarterback and we didn't feel like we should be winning should games, never but win. we were. Just keep winning. It's kind of, I don't know. Let's keep it going. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but maybe we beat the Steelers in overtime in the playoffs. I'm excited. Could happen. I would love to see it. Man, Josh Allen was going to be our guest today, but he is not having a good <laughs> no, day today. He's so we upgraded. He's distraught. But we'll tell you about that that in a few minutes he's distraught mm -hmm. uh one other thing i wanted to promote other than of course our sports teams always is ryan yeah apparently ryan has another podcast did you know that <laughs> <laughs> i've uh, uh i try not to think about it to be honest afterthoughts e. just wasn't quite enough for me yeah just kind of weird because we all do this together it's like a family yeah i know i just wanted some my, like my own freedom to kind of run with this it this is kind of like blink mm -hmm. 182 and then he goes this to is, form boxcar racer as an airways back yeah. boxcar ra wow. racer <laughs> no since 2017 um me and my buddy keith have been doing a podcast called stories in scripture where yes. we uh, try to help the Bible come to life for people by telling stories in scripture. And we are six years into this project, and I believe now more than ever um, that really what our world needs is for people to read and study scripture. Yep, um, That's always just on my heart. And so we just finished season six, and this season's a, a little different. Um, it's all about the gospel of Mark. And so since August, what I've done is I've taken every story in Mark's gospel and um, sat down and told the story and then given some commentary mm -hmm. for it. And I just finished the last episode last night. It's 34 episodes Dang. long. Um, it was a really special you moment. Can binge like, it. Getting all 34. the way to the end of it and realizing that I've, I've read that, that gospel so many times and yet so many new things uh, stuck out to me this time around because that's just how the Bible works. But the way that we set up this season is uh, every episode also says the passage. So it'll say like episode four, Mark three, one through 20 or whatever. And cool. so the idea is, yeah. especially if you have a hard time reading scripture or, or know that you want to read it more, but don't mm. know where to start. Um, we've got you covered for the next 34 days. You can, you can take one episode at a time, read the passage first um, for take five minutes, read the passage, and then listen to our episode. It's about 10 minutes long. Um, we'll, we'll point out a few things, help it come to life, give you a little background information, um, and watch as scripture comes alive to you. And, and, and really by Christmas, you could have all of Mark's gospel. Speaking of um, Christmas, you, read, so. you have other seasons. You did a Christmas. There's a, a Christmas season. season. Right? Yeah. So there's five other seasons. Five seasons. Um, this is, this wow. is six. Well, so there's six seasons six total. Seasons. Um, and uh, yeah, there's a bunch of content in there. I'm really proud of it. It's a, it's just a fun side project. Um, but I got to the end of it last night and realized basically created a commentary for Mark's That's gospel. Awesome. Very um, helpful. That is all through. Dude, that is so cool. Yeah. Thanks guys. So, so, you, stories so we will... The Afterthoughts podcast is in support of the Stories wow. in Scripture podcast. Yeah, what do you say to Thanks someone who goes, say, Ryan, I just thought the Bible was a big book of rules. I didn't know there were stories in Scripture. <laughs> it's actually, Doug, a library of 66 books written by 40 authors over the course of about 1,500 years. Wow. And all of it weaves together to tell one story, the story of Jesus. And it is packed full of all these amazing adventures along the way. And we just love telling those. So Man, it's, awesome. it's almost like every other book, movie, and podcast is a shadow of the story of Scripture. Oh, wow. Can't believe you brought that up. I actually believe that with all of my heart. In all seriousness, I hate complimenting you because you're my brother. <laughs> Some kind of rule. That's, but really, this, that's yeah. really special. It's big man. of you to say that. Yeah, thank yeah. you. I, I guess that's all I'll say. <laughs> no, I just wanted to point that out. So I'll save my compliments. No, I'll give you one. This it it's incredible. Thank you, man. You yeah. do a really good job. It makes it makes yep. scripture yeah. come to life. Yeah. It's kinda like you you go you'll go truly, you will go from reading Mark 
and, and you, you like see it in black and white mm. and listen to this podcast and then go back and read it and it's going to be in color for wow. you. Yeah. So you, point people, I point people in that direction all day. Stories in scripture. Podcast. Stories in scripture. Yeah. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And then uh, follow the Afterthoughts dot podcast TikTok and after to keep up with stories and scripture. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Perfect. It Angel, is awesome. Angelsandairways.com. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, but I love the show, The Chosen. Don't know if you guys have ever heard me say that. And your podcast in the same uh, way brings scripture to life yeah. for me. Yeah. And so yeah. Well, thank you, man. Thank my you. favorite season, I haven't finished this season, but my favorite season was the seven miracles through the gospel of John. Season two. Powerful. That was really good. Right when we were moving out here to plant the church, yeah. we were working on it's that. It's awesome. All yep. great. Yep, okay. Yep, yep. Thank you. We just had baptism weekend here at Red Rocks Austin. One of the greatest weekends of all time. That was yeah. insane. It was I would, incredible. I would say that's top five favorite moments of the church so far. 140 people. Three. Wow. I'll say top two. 140 <laughs> people got baptized. And if you're watching this and you're like, what is baptism? That's 140 people who publicly declared their faith in Jesus. Yeah. Put yeah. the world on notice that this yeah. is what my life is about. Mm -hmm. It's founded on Jesus, the salvation that he... Uh, brought me my favorite analogy for it. Ryan shared a year ago, and we can share in it in context. In <laughs> uh, on the stories of scripture podcast, um, after that dot podcast TikTok. Um, when you when you accept Jesus, that's your salvation moment, yeah. and that's like when this year the Nuggets won the championship. That's right. And, and baptism is the parade when yes. you go celebrate and everybody gets to revel in the beauty yeah. of the moment. Yeah. And, and that's Jokic may not like going to the parade, but we he, certainly like no, baptism. No, he wants to Sunday. go for it. He wants to go. Uh, we yeah. had quite a celebration this weekend. And there were so many cool moments. We share testimonies. Um, some people are brave enough to record their story. And then Jacob mm -hmm. does an unbelievable job of putting these stories together. So every service people get to watch and hear someone's story of life change and then watch that person get baptized and then a whole bunch of other people getting baptized as well. And there's so many stories to tell, so many cool things that happened, but one of the stories stood out so much um, in just being so relevant to the people that we reach in the city that we're in and the culture that we're in and was so articulate and authentic and so, mm -hmm. We have invited um, Summer to join us today. She's in here, so come on over come here. Come on, Summer. Summer. Come on, Summer. Welcome to the show. Special guest. Like I said, like I said. She, oh, she's throwing, she's throwing our CU bus oh hats out of the We're room. We're off to a, a bad start. <laughs> she's coming in confident, <laughs> which is shocking because she's a CSU Ram, but Man. there's a little oh. rivalry at this table. Singer. Yeah. You went, um, Summer, welcome to the Afterthoughts podcast. Thank you. Thank you, for thank being you here. gentlemen. It started Pleasure a little hostile here. right there. You went to Colorado State University. We went to the University of Colorado, but that's why we put the Broncos hat. Yes. It's kind of a olive ground. branch right here. Just so everybody we knows. Are you a Broncos fan? Uh, being from Denver, yeah. Can okay. I keep up in talking about it? No. Dude, were you friend. born in Denver? I was, yeah. Okay. Well, which hospital? Same. <laughs> Swedish? I was born in Swedish. There you go. Stop it. I'm in okay. 1989. Okay. 96. Yeah, close. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Good deal. Well, that's crazy. We were born almost the same day at Swedish hospital. <laughs> yeah, that's, same great. that's great. I have uh, no idea what hospital I was born <laughs> in. No, I don't either. Yeah, people that were born in Swedish know that they were born in Swedish. It's, yeah, it's, it's kind a of thing. A, it's an elite hospital. Yeah. You guys have reunions every year. Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you going back year? this year? I'll, yeah, well, I'll be back. Yeah, it's going to be great. I was born here reunion. <laughs> <laughs> um, first of all, if you need to call anyone, here's the phone, yep. and we can help you since you were born in 96. If you don't know how to use this, yeah, feel free. If you, you, you want to say screen. anything, you can chime in. Feel free to chime in at any point. Those were <laughs> chimes. Oh I don't like the sound of that. Um, <laughs> That's oh, yeah, you don't, part. you don't like the sound of... <gasps> A car lock, like the beep from a car. It's obnoxious and attention seeking, and I just don't like attention seeking. I don't attention like that attention seeking. in the parking so lot. So every time you lock your car, you lock it from within your car before you leave. Well, yes. Do your best impression of the yeah, sound yeah. your car makes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a horn, like because I was thought that was pretty good. Yeah, no, right? That was yeah, really that was, good, and I didn't mean to that's, put you on the spot there. What kind of car is it? It's a Honda CRV. A CRV. Let's see if we can line up her sound with a CRV sound, yeah, yeah. guys. <laughs> Okay, Summer, let's hear how your car sounds. Unbelievable. That's a good impression. Because I always thought obnoxious was the guy who had like the uh, the Honda Civic, but it was like all souped up with all the, you know, you get a car no, toys. Is. And, yeah, that is. Yeah, and the beep, beep. 
the beep, beep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. try to do beep, beep. Got a, as, my, as many times got as you can. Got a subwoofer in yeah, the yeah, back yeah. to just yeah. let everyone at the stoplight know that you're listening to yeah, some hardcore rap. Because that sounds good when you can't hear any of this. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Because it's just... But for some reason in high school, it's like, oh, I got to get such strong bass in my car. I don't know what that is. Um, well, so you lock your car from the inside yep. and don't beep it. And like an then, adult. And how often do you lock your keys in your car? On average, about once a year. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That That's is the fair. danger of doing that. That's fair. I've done yeah. that. Yeah. One what time, happened with your keys this morning? Well, this morning, <laughs> we were just talking about this. <laughs> my uh, here we go. wonderful, beautiful four-year-old son uh, hid my car keys and didn't yep. admit it for about 10 minutes while I was frantically looking for them around the house, then did admit it, but said, my brain can't remember where I put them. And he really couldn't because he told me he thinks or he thought that they were in his room and then they weren't. Yeah. They were in a toy bin elsewhere in the house. Well, and uh, I left before... Uh, ending his life at four. So yeah. That's here we now. are. Yeah. To be fair, I hide my keys for myself and can't remember where I hid them about yeah. once a year. So One time we all I went to it. First Watch and uh, at the end of the meal, oh, I was yeah, looking for too. my keys on the table and they weren't there. And I thought, oh no, I probably locked them in my car. But instead, I had just left my car running. I just <laughs> Dude, I got put it there. in park and walked into the restaurant <laughs> and it funny. ran for the whole meal. So sorry to my kids and their kids because I destroyed the ozone layer. Keep it warm. <laughs> Keep it running. Yeah, Keep it I running. got there after you that day, and I saw your car on, and I didn't even think about it. I was like, Thanks. "Yeah, he's probably just really? like making his bat, making sure his battery stays <laughs> on." <laughs> yeah, you normally you just keep your car so, running for an hour. I'm a good friend. Make sure the battery's good. Yeah. Oh, um, all right, we're gonna break into your story, but first, you get to take part in a tradition unlike any other. Something oh, that people around the world would give anything to be a part of and it's something called questions with kayla there we go Woo! kayla over here she's got a question or two for us today yeah, mainly want to hear your answers to these because people get to hear our and i just want to pray that you just take in this this moment and <laughs> yeah. just be present yeah be present, in the present. Time. Yeah. yeah because questions with kayla on the afterthoughts podcast <laughs> it's hard to go up from here yeah. and there's a there's a famous quote like there's nobody <laughs> more sad than a former president because what job do you take after you're wow. the president of the united states yeah what do you do after you've been on the Afterthoughts podcast? There are dozens and yeah. dozens of people tuning in right now. Multiple dozen. Wow. A yeah. baker's dozen. Maybe. I will. <laughs> so sorry to ruin your life after this because this oh. is the peak, but... Hey, you know what? This is a lot of pressure. Kayla, Come bring on. on a question for yes. Summer. Woo! Okay, Summer. In honor of your tofu and chicken reference oh, in your baptism testimony video, oh, which nice. is iconic. Nice. Mm -hmm. Very great. Iconic. Thank yes. you, guys. We'll a lot of people that. chuckling. Um, if y'all had to eat at one restaurant or fast food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Benihana. That was quick. Why? I've been asked before, and I always answer the same. What they got sushi that? and hibachi, and the fried rice there is unparalleled. Yeah. So. The surf and turf? Yeah, shrimp and steak. Oh, it's Japanese steakhouse. If there's not a local Benihana. With the onion volcano? Ah. <laughs> that makes a little whistling sound. Just yeah. so you're aware. Oh, I'm fully aware. And Dwight yeah. and Michael like and Andy. Speaking of obnoxious lunches. Oh, yeah. It's as obnoxious as That's pretty much your whole meal, and I love it. But it's good. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. There's so many on the tip of my tongue. I'll let you think for another 30 seconds if you'd like. How about that? Yeah. Okay. How about that? Uh, true food. Oh, good one. It's just good delicious. Healthy guy. You're trying to impress Summer because she's a health and wellness person. I know that she's yeah. in functional uh -huh. health and uh, true food. That's yep. So yep. It's so good. Damn, You've good. come a long and way. And good for you. You would have answered, it's sugar, the candy store in the yeah, domain about five years, years ago. Yes. <laughs> yes. So uh -huh. good job, man. I had a little um, rock candy addiction yeah. five years ago when we moved to yep. Austin to start this church. <laughs> Like I would pick up, I would, uh, I would get rock candy in the domain and like drive to an abandoned parking lot by myself and just, hey, he, I watched him, like what, what am I doing in my life here, what, what happened? What are you uh -huh. doing? They have like every candy you could imagine there and he just wants the rock candy, which is just sugar. That's uh -huh. all, just sugar crystals. Oh, 100%. I watched him buy a bag of it and the girl was like, if you donate another 50 cents, you can get this free sucker. And he was like, oh no, I'm trying not to have too much sugar. And just you just looked eat at him crystallized like, sugar. Oh, you're at a store called It's Sugar. <laughs> and you just bought three pounds of sugar. Yes. So anyway. But none of the, uh, like no flavors, no color, just clear rock crystal sugar, cr sugar crystals. Yeah. 
trying to stay healthy. <laughs> Nothing stay healthy, fake. man. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, so now... <laughs> That's true admirable. food. True food. Yeah. Great, man. Mm-hmm. Kava was the one for Kava. me, just because of the options. A lot of options. You can mix it up. Mm-hmm. Do you have an answer, Summer? Oh, you guys, those are really good ones. I have a funny Benihana story after. Yes. Um, I really love Mexican food, mm-hmm. and let's see here. I feel like Chipotle is an easy answer, but yeah, I just, yeah. it doesn't feel right. I'm gonna say Aba. Actually, not Mexican food at all. Wow. Greek food, which is kind of more yeah. fancy. Mm. Um, but then yeah. fast food, I would say Subway. You guys, wow. I love Seriously? Subway. I love Subway. You're in the I love Subway. You're talking to, <laughs> you're talking to the right years. guys. No way. Yeah, I'm a sandwich yeah. artist. Dude, if they, <laughs> my sandwich artist he's and one of the longest close. tenured employees in Subway's history. If you could chart yeah. like yeah. how true. long people have worked at Subway yeah. on, on a chart, it's yeah. probably like two weeks, three months, and then the bell curve is like six months. No, and no the bell Doug, curve's probably a month. Doug's <laughs> over here he would at know. three years. His yeah. face is plastered in all the 36 rounds of a month, this guy would know. Yeah, I still smell like I love Subway too. Subway's it's great. It's a little pricier than it used to be though. Yeah. It kind of bums me out. There yeah. was a special mm-hmm. in Boulder. I don't know if you had this in Fort Collins. You could get two five dollar <laughs> footlongs. That's for five dollars. Right. So you get two for five. No way. Yeah. yeah double the deal. It's great. They don't even have one for it's like $5 one for now. twelve. Yeah, now. no, it's ridiculous. <laughs> the twelve dollar yeah. I feel like I still smell the subway smell yeah. everywhere I go. It's just... Uh, it's baked into you. The bread exhaust. <laughs> yes. <that> they just... <laughs> bu- <laughs> <laughs> the Italian speaking, herbs and cheese aroma. Speaking of harming the ozone layer. <laughs> yeah. The subway smell. Jim, just by the way, I'll just promote atmosphere. something. We're promoting other, you know, things like stories yeah, of scripture. Thanks, guys. Jim, Ga- Jim Gaffigan's bit about subway is phenomenal. It's so good. It is flawless comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the best. <laughs> What's your subway order? Do you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, I usually like the wrap. I do turkey, yep. provolone, lettuce, spinach, olives, banana peppers, a little oh, bit of yeah. mayo. And oil and vinegar yeah. cut in half. Okay. Yep, diagonal. So you know what you're doing. Diagonal. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I've been there once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you could ask for it to be cut in half. Diagonal. Depends oh, on yeah. the sandwich artist, how they're feeling that day. Yeah. Does, Does, could you do that? Cut? Can <laughs> you do the diagonal? Oh, I can do that. I can do that in my sleep. Was that like a, a year one thing or was that like uh, a year two or three that you learned? Two, yeah. <laughs> That's a sophomore year. Yeah. Second year, uh-huh. you get a special knife yeah. that helps and you can do little shapes in it. Little oh, zigzags. man. That's mm-hmm. good. Okay. Those are great answers. Yeah. Smart to hedge your bet with a cheaper restaurant than ABBA because that's a place that's like, I'll get this appetizer. It'll be $50. No, actually, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's worth it. You can go there once Um, in your life. Okay, last question because we're trying to keep short. If you could hang out with one celebrity or famous athlete, because I know you guys are the athletes. Um, for one day, what would it be and why? <laughs> it's so sarcastic so about the athletes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <we're like laughs> Mine's Dion right now. I just, oh, yeah, Coach yeah. Brown. Such a good Easy. answer. For one day? Yeah. Okay, he took Dion. I'm going to say Shaq. Nice. Just be fun. All day long. <laughs> Hilarious guy. Uh, I'm going to go the actor route. Say Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm, he, we're going to go to True Food. Yeah. <laughs> and he'd love it. And then you're going to be going to take him to Subway for dinner. And then we're going to go yeah. to Subway. That's yep. a good yeah. We're going to go to True Food. And when the waiter comes to take our order, be like, is there a Subway nearby that you could run and grab us a couple of sweet onion chicken teriyaki <laughs> footlongs? In, in the bear, yeah. he would do that. Right, Jacob? Yep. Yes, chef. Good yes, one, chef. Good one. Thank you, chef. Mm-hmm. Oh, this question is a toughie. I would say Meryl Streep. I think she's a great actress. Wow, that's, that's and she's true. like kind of intimidating. And I think that yeah. that would just be a rush to yeah. hang around Meryl Streep for a day. That's a great that's, answer. That's and I would answer. take her to Subway. I would not take her to ABBA. <laughs> Good deal. Yeah. Yeah. This Give her the real Austin friend joint. Yeah, I would get her the meatball marinara. Meryl, you can order whatever you want here. <laughs> Tell you what. It's on you. Side yeah. chips and a cookie, get, Meryl. Get double cheese if you want for all I care. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're paying. You're a multi, multi-millionaire, so. <laughs> Thanks get for watching. Go ahead. What does he say? What, do you want us yeah. to cook this in the oven, which is just uh, yeah. the oven from your freshman dorm room or the toaster oven? <laughs> yeah, it's, in, it's Easy so baby. good. Okay, so let's go into your story. Uh, enough about Subway, though I know we could talk for another 40 minutes sure. about it. Easy. Uh, you shared this weekend what I loved about it so authentically, yeah. so confidently, and with so much hope. Um, and so we just were talking, we're like, man, we got to have her come on here. A lot of your story has to do with the new age movement. Yeah. Uh, and there's tons of questions that circulate about that. There's a lot of people in our community and, you know, all over the country that are involved in the new age movement. Um, and so I'd love to just first start with kind of hearing a little of your backstory mm-hmm. growing up, your background of faith and all the way through going to CSU and then what led you to Austin and For sure. we'll dive into it from there. All right. All right. Um, Yeah, so I I mentioned this in the video too, so this might be redundant, but growing up I was 
just skeptical and really cynical of Christians that I was encountered and I didn't really want to emulate a lot of what I saw in, in Christians and it almost seemed too easy being that Christianity is, you know, one of the dominant religions, especially in the States. And so it almost felt like it felt hard to accept because it just felt like I wasn't really looking for anything else. And growing up in my household, we always had conversations about God and my parents really encouraged us to ask questions and to seek. And, um, I, I was really curious. I was also kind of envious of all of my church going friends Mm. because I just, I wanted that routine and I wanted that stability. And Mm. when I was in fourth grade, I asked my mom if I could go to vacation Bible study. I don't remember much of it, but I did make some pretty sick crafts and (laughs) yeah, it was pretty fun. Um, and then that was that. And then I, I had a pretty happy, healthy childhood. So really there wasn't any reason to seek and nothing wrong. And then I went to a Christian high school, a private Christian high school. And not because we were a super religious family, but it was, it was a good school. And my parents were like, yeah, we just didn't really, you know, we want you guys to learn about religion and learn for yourself. First two years were great. The latter two years were not at all. Mm-hmm. And there were some, I would say normal, you know, teenage woes that I was going mm-hmm. through. Um, and I went on a mission trip my junior year to Thailand. Mm-hmm. And I was not a Christian at the time, but we needed uh, 40 service hours to graduate per year. I was like, cool, I'll go to Thailand. Like, yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Great. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> so, <here we> go. <laughs> and again, first half of the trip went by wonderfully. And it was just a beautiful, beautiful trip. And I mean, not super glamorous. We were doing a lot of, sure. you know, nitty gritty work, but um, essentially came back and um, other teenage woes kept happening. And I was not coping in a very healthy way um, mm. and didn't experience what and I felt. Real, real quick. Yeah. After that trip, would you say further away from a desire for faith or or more oh, inclined towards question. having a desire, towards having faith? Both at the same time. Yeah. It was the weirdest yeah. mix of feeling incredibly vulnerable <laughs> and like, oh my gosh, I'm so not alone here. Felt like mm-hmm. I was in a Taken movie and I was waiting for Liam Neeson to come find me. And But at the same time, really hopeful because I was thinking, well, oh gosh, like these crazy Christian people, they might be onto something, Mm. you know, Mm. it's like, maybe there is something to this. So I had this giddiness about it and I was just wanting to relay this story to so many people. But then I felt like, you know, kind of laughed off the stage when I talked about it. Mm. So I I stopped talking about it. Um, And then I, after high school, junior, senior year was just rough for a multitude of other, of other reasons, socially and whatever. And, um, well-meaning but very misguided comments you know from people in the hallways yeah. and teachers and you know oh sweetie you've, you've really fallen off from from the lord yeah. like let's go pray at lunch and it was extremely distasteful and off-putting and um yeah. essentially yeah. i graduate and then i get diagnosed with an autoimmune condition and i was thinking well wait a second shouldn't god have protected me from that like i feel so betrayed by all this stuff and now my own body's attacking me and yeah. so then throughout college that just opened up a pandora's box of spiritual exploration and um, one modality led to another and started innocently, you know, with nutrition and functional medicine, chiropractic, all of that. And I did start to get better and I did start to see these results and remission. And then I moved out to Austin and I just started connecting with people in the community of new age here that, um, maybe had similar stories and similar baggage as I did. And maybe they didn't have a tree fall on their friend, but that's okay. And, they would introduce me to, to mediums and psychics and um, mm-hmm. substances, right? That mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you're, you're autoimmune. I had, one, I had one medium told me, she, she said, your, your autoimmune condition was from a, a past life trauma or you know, childhood traumas or a soul tie with, with an ex or with an old friend or whatever. Um, that essentially, if you, if you go in and you heal this wound, that this will all get better. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. they knew names, they knew names of people in my life that I did not tell her. And they yeah. knew things about my life that they had no business knowing. And it was freaky. And yeah. you you could feel too. I mean, it was all um, over the phone or over Zoom, but you could still feel yeah. work that was being done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what mm-hmm. is freaky about it too is that you did feel a sense of relief afterwards. Yeah. For a little bit. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. It, we'll, we'll get into it way more, but it, it seems like the, the common theme is always, you even said this to our staff yesterday, when, when God creates something, the enemy is always going to try to create a, a counterfeit mm-hmm. version of it. And counterfeit yeah. is, is real. It's just not yeah. uh, 
permanent, right? And so, so you're experiencing some of these these temporary things, and and for the first time maybe in your life, you're like, there's answers, mm-hmm. like to all these questions mm-hmm. that I, that I'm asking, mm-hmm. um, which I think there's so many people listening who are going to be able to resonate with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I just wanted to establish that as you as you keep going. And there's sure. an awareness that at some point in our lives we get woken up to like the okay there is a spiritual reality there's something bigger going on here and so that led you into seeking talk a little more about kind of getting deeper into because i think for a lot of people and you can tell me whether this is right or assumption or not Mm -hmm. it starts out innocently with just maybe health and wellness or kind of like where communities mix Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and then it's a little bit deeper a little bit deeper a little bit deeper talk about that progression for you yeah yeah oh that's so real so it actually started in high school when I had a few teachers that were noticing how off the wagon I, I was. And I, I was doing things that were so unlike me. I was, yeah. you know, I really loved school. I was always in sports. I had, I was so happy. And then within the course of just a few months after coming back from Thailand, um, I was just, I looked so unwell. Mm-hmm. You know, I just looked so spiritually sick and I also started getting physically sick. Mm-hmm. But the problem was I didn't know that I was physically sick for about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And so I internalized every, all this destructive behavior is just, oh, I'm broken. I'm, there's something wrong with me. Or, you know, mm-hmm. I had my first heartbreak, you know, like that one. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm just mm-hmm. taking this really, really rough. <laughs> yeah. And it was like ratatouille gone wrong. It was like, there was something on my head and like, but instead of making this great <laughs> Italian dish, it was just like creating chaos in my life. <laughs> and I was like, okay, y'all need to chill with this. But um, that's so good. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's funny now, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, right, right. Um, but I started seeing this counselor in high school who was a Christian counselor, and she introduced me innocently. Again, I, I don't mean to to drag her or anything like that. It's just innocently into affirmations and law of attraction. And mm-hmm. so then there's you know the documentary called The Secret, which is very creepy, but yeah. kind of inspiring to mm-hmm. somebody who feels very low. And I think that, and especially in a society where all of our carnal needs are met, the enemy has no choice left but to attack those higher level needs, you know, like our self-esteem and Mm. our identity and our our worth. And Mm -hmm. that's what it came after for me. And so then the affirmations then led to a lot of just focus on the self, because Mm. I think when you feel like your identity is so shaken and you come into question of who am I, what is my worth, those affirmations feel great, you know, for a little bit. And then from there it goes into astrology and it's kind of too just introduced through social media mm. or, I mean, a lot of girls know you're like going into boutiques, it's very pretty knickknacky, you know, and silly. And you read it and you're like, Oh, that actually kind of resonates. And it, it was more than just a few of the signs and stuff like that. It was, it was this lack of control that I felt like I, I, I lost control. It felt like, like I said, cause Ratatouille, um, of my body with my, with my illness and with my relationships. I just felt like I was destroying everything and I was so angry. Mm. And, um, from there I started, you know, just getting my hands on whatever I could at the age of 18 or under, and then getting into college that opens up a lot more, but more so it was when I came to Austin and just Mm. seeking that information, you start listening to podcasts and reading books and talking to people and, um, learning a lot more about manifestation. And mm. again, it's, it's creepy because it works, but it's yeah. not from a holy place. Yeah. But it started small. You, you manifest like parking spots or apartments and then jobs, and then you start manifesting bigger things. Mm. And then it's kind of this spiritual hierarchy and superiority of people who preach this stuff, law of attraction, manifestation. If they live a more, quote, abundant lifestyle than you, then they are more spiritually superior. Mm. And there's mm. always just more to do. Mm -hmm. And these mediums gave me Mm -hmm. this certainty whenever I was at a crux or a fork in the road of my life of, do I do this job or this job, move here, move there, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. They would, they would speak on that and they would tell me, they would bring in my guides, you know, Mm -hmm. my ancestors and and Mm -hmm. it's, it's comforting, right? Because it's like, if you have a deceased relative, of course you miss them. But it's like, wait a second, if you just brought in my grandma right now, does that mean she's not in heaven? You know, Mm -hmm. and that you, Mm -hmm. you have to sit with that. And I also had one tell me, Mm -hmm. Your grandma wants you to know she is not mad that you lost her ring. I never told her I lost a ring. Wow. But about a year prior, I had a little gold engraved ring that I, I got from her after she passed and had mm. her initials on there. And I was devastated when I lost it. Mm. But it's just a thing, you know, and she she knew that. Wow. She had no business knowing that. Wow. So 
And then yeah. it, it gets deeper too than I think with the substances and yeah. uh, psychedelics like I talked about. Which yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean the whole thing kind of operates maybe different physiologically, but like addiction, wor- like something works and then it, until it doesn't mm-hmm. and then yeah. you need more of it and then you need even more of it and then you need to go deeper mm-hmm. or a higher concentration or a higher mm-hmm. dosage and before you know it, um, this thing that used to actually like, give you you know, pleasure of some sort now only keeps you from like feeling pain. Yeah. Um, it's crazy how many times you've said like it's it's creepy because it works. Yeah. 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 There's a story in Exodus where uh, Moses comes to to Pharaoh's yeah. you know palace and says, "Let my people go," and um, in the power of God, you know, God sends him as the messenger. But then Pharaoh has a couple of officials who turn some some sticks into snakes and they turn a little basin of water into blood mm-hmm. and i always just read past that but stop and think about the fact that something worked right like this happened yeah. mm-hmm. just because something spiritual takes place and something supernatural happens yeah. doesn't mean it was god doing it right yeah. you know yeah. there is a light and there is a very real dark side to yeah the spiritual realm. Yeah. yeah, I remember in college um, talking to someone who had spent a couple months in an African village and asked kind of like, what was your, like, what did you learn? And the biggest takeaway was when people are channeling spiritual stuff on yeah. the dark end of these things, stuff happens. Yeah. And I was naive to, th- it was just like, oh, God's real and he's powerful. And so whenever people talk about any other type of thing, nothing happens, right? It's not true at all. Yeah. And so when you were starting to see that spiritual world Mm -hmm. and some questions being answered maybe some things that you felt like you were manifesting and all that what led you to a point where you Mm. opened up then to faith in jesus or Mm -hmm. how did those two things kind of stand side by side for a while in your life yeah yeah so i it's you know it it works until it doesn't and i think Mm -hmm. when you're so hungry for that you're you're just desperate and you're empty Mm -hmm. and these things aren't working and it was so unlike me to be experimenting with some of the things that I was doing. And it just, you know, talk about a loss of control and then you take psychedelics. It's like, that doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. And, um, cut this if it's not appropriate, but my, my last experience, you know, on that, um, I, it was started out terrifying, absolutely terrifying. Mm -hmm. And then I was alone. Like it wasn't a party environment. I was alone in my apartment. I planned this day because I was ready. I was Mm -hmm. hungry for it. And the, the source in which I got this stuff from somebody joked, he's like, Oh yeah, this is going to make you see God. And I was like, I want that. Mm. Like that's Mm -hmm. how it was advertised to me. Mm -hmm. And near the end of it, it kind of hit me that like the only way I could calm myself down was by playing worship music. And Mm -hmm. that was, like a last resort after two hours. Wow. And I just immediately calmed down, bawled my eyes out. And yeah. I was just like, oh my gosh, like Jesus saved me from this. It wasn't wow. that I needed to do this to find him. He saved wow. me from this wow. and it was wow. way different. And it didn't hit me until like a few weeks later, but again, you feel physically lighter afterwards. Mm. And so mm. it's hard to attribute what exactly that relief came from, mm. you know, when there's so many things going on. Yeah. But, you know, we were talking earlier, so the, the mix, right, of these things together, a lot of people in New Age, um, myself included, for a long time, uh, they and I said this too in my video, you hold the two together. I didn't mm-hmm. not believe what the Bible said. Mm-hmm. I believed that Jesus, in, in the, a term used mm-hmm. in New Age, is ascended master. And so you believe mm-hmm. that Jesus is an ascended master, mm-hmm. like into Buddha, things like that. And mm-hmm. so I wasn't, that's why I was fine coming to Red Rocks. And so I took, I cherry picked what worked for me. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then I would go back to mm-hmm. my other stuff. Yeah. And... Um, I had been coming here for two years. So I was telling you guys at this point, uh, April, 2021 was my first time coming here. Yeah. And it was because I had a very loyal Christian dear friend from back in Denver who was visiting Austin and she's like, Hey Sam, we're all, we're all going to go to church and brunch. You should come join yeah. us. Great. Where are you guys going to brunch? <laughs> I'll meet you. <laughs> and she's like, no, I think you should really come to church. I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, you said in your video, like, <laughs> you felt smarter than Christians. Oh yeah. Which oh, I think a lot of people yeah. feel that way. You yeah. said like, I feel bad for you guys. Oh, yeah. totally. They'll yeah. catch up. Poor things. They'll yeah, catch that was up. So, that was such a good line. <laughs> yeah, so right? honest. Because yeah. I think that is how a lot of people feel. Totally. Yeah. Oh yeah. So her and I were actually in the same sorority. Michaela, if you're watching this, I love you, but we would, like, in college, we'd go to Noodles and Company. That was our thing. And every single time before we ate, 
She was, that should have been my answer. Oh gosh. Damn. And then not having that here is, okay, sorry. yeah, that's tough. I know it sucks, but, um, Wisconsin mac and cheese. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With chicken. the barbecue pork. Oh, okay. <laughs> sriracha. Mm. Oh, that's enough. I'm hungry right now. Okay. <laughs> so sorry. She'd always want to pray over our meals. I was like, yeah. we're literally in noodles and company. My pasta cavatappi is getting cold. Like, can we please <laughs> Like, I was embarrassed. Another good dish. Another great dish. <laughs> yeah. But she had this, and so many other girls that I knew and people that I knew in, in the faith just had this lightness and this glow about them. And I wanted that and I chased it. And I was like, I want that. I want that. I want that. And so mm. I kept showing up because when I saw that at Red Rocks, there was just something so different about it here. Mm-hmm. And the the sermon that y'all had was just so touching about, you know, how the the location here came to be and yeah. how serendipitous that was, yeah. but not really serendipitous, <laughs> right? It was spiritual, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. so I kept coming and then it was the uh, Palm Sunday sermon. And I, I mean, I joined a group, so I had a great community here. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the Palm Sunday sermon, mm-hmm. Take Out the Enemy. Yeah. And... More so, it was actually Zeke's song, to be yeah. honest. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Dude, that song, <laughs> that clip is that's so right. Funny. Let's throw that song back <laughs> in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my ringtone um, <laughs> hey when you lock your car what if that could play there you go Take you're amazing our, you're our production amazing. guy wade could probably make that happen. Oh, you yeah. know what? i'm gonna go to the honda dealership after this actually <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. make this audio play out of my car you could just combine. i'll pay you any amount but make this yes, a priority i uh, i think it was definitely a, a superiority complex because so much of new age is self 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 self-care self-mastery yeah. self-love self-affirmations right it's just i i i i i you are this creator you are this divine being you mm. you co-create and people will use the term god but they don't mean it the way that it it should be used right with yeah. the reverence that it should yeah so yeah it's like so close the i, I feel like at least the entryway into new age can seem yeah. so close to even the message of Jesus and yeah. Yeah. in some of scripture. Like I think there's even, I think it's a proverb. I'm not sure, but it's as a, as a man thinks in his heart, so he becomes. As a woman thinks in her heart, so she mm. becomes. Mm. Like that is, that's mm. in the Bible, yeah. Yeah. which sounds just so similar mm-hmm. to affirmations. Yes. And, yeah. Or even another thing that Jesus said, to those who have a lot, more will be given. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To those who have like, they see the abundance of God, more will be given mm-hmm. to those who think in a scarcity sort of way and live in a scarcity sort yeah. of way, more will be taken mm-hmm. and given. And that sounds like law of attraction. Yeah. Yep. And in many ways, it's like it's like the real thing and then you have the counterfeit thing. Prayer and, and I, manifestation. Exactly. Yes. Right. And totally, I feel man. it's so close, but I, I think the, and you've already hit on this multiple times, but the greatest difference that you don't see at first mm-hmm. is what's the point mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. and what is the, the purpose or what's, the, what's at the center of this universe? Mm-hmm. Is it God or is it self? Because right. one thing about Satan, I've heard it said this way, Satan is actually not trying to get you to become a Satanist. His goal yeah. is not that we would all yeah. be devil worshipers. Mm-hmm. He's I think that's what we sometimes think. Sometimes he's a little shocked when people are like, yeah, I'm into that. <laughs> oh, like, really? Wow, okay, okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Wow, okay, yeah, yeah. I guess. Really? Yeah, I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. But his goal, he wants to get you to worship you. Yep. Worship yeah. yourself. He wants yeah. you to get you obsessed with you. Yeah. Everything's about you. Yeah. Um, and that's what, and that's like, it's so, it's so subtly what was different. The, what was the definition you said earlier of, of I, new age or you're kind of your, how you'd explain it? My best attempt as I've like thought through this is, um, and, and it might be off, but I call it an umbrella phrase, um, for people waking up to their own divinity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so with, with all the different, uh, practices and, and everything that, that we do, it seems to me like what's at the core of it is you realizing that you are divine, that you are a God and you have to wake up to it, which is, it's so interesting to me that mm. like there, uh, it's, it, it makes sense that you would be so attracted to, um, the, the gospel message because Jesus is God. Right. And so you look at Jesus and you go, oh yeah. So like Jesus woke up to his own divinity. And so I'm going to go and, mm-hmm. and do likewise. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's so close. Right. Mm-hmm. But the, the, what we believe is that Jesus was 
God and that he lived this perfect sinless life because mm-hmm. none of us were going to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's very clear yeah. in my life that I was not going to be able to do that. And so thank God that Jesus is God and I'm not God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that's what we're, we're trying to help people see. But it makes mm-hmm. sense that you go, oh, yeah, but but yeah, Jesus he can be a, like a, what did you say? An ascended master. Ascended master, master yeah. That's a, mm-hmm. a, can you say a little bit more about, about that phrase and what, what that means? I can try, but it's, you know, like we talked about, it's a house of cards. So no yeah. one really knows. It's just yeah. these mm-hmm. terms that get <laughs> thrown around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely uh, contorts the phrase, be like Jesus, because no, you're not actually ascending yourself. Right. But the idea behind new age is that you come here, you choose to incarnate on earth. This I'm trying not to judge myself as it comes out of my mouth, you know, now yeah, knowing no. the truth, sure, honestly, sure, sure, but sure. yeah, for sure. It's uh, that you, you choose to incarnate on earth and you are here to help the collective into ascension and okay. raise the vibration yeah, right, and right, right. wake people up. Right. And so mm-hmm. with that, um, yeah, I think there's a certain type of person or maybe type of wound that's especially vulnerable to this type of deception. Mm-hmm. And in my yeah. case, it was very much so, feeling like there's something wrong with me, whether it was through mm. autoimmunity, rejection, you know, job losses, or just general, you know, yeah. harshness of the world. Yeah. And there's that phrase, you know, your, your cracks and your wounds are where the light comes in. Yeah. But the enemy's going to try to come in first, for sure. Mm. Yeah. And I was, for sure, with my wounding, fertile ground for a lot of these types of, for attacks. And a lot of people are, a lot of people are. Yeah. What, yeah. What's the end goal? Like, in this? To, when you're awakened and you ascend, like what is the... Is it enlightenment? Where does it all end? Or is there any sort of answer at the end that people are looking for? A great question. I, I don't know how to confidently answer that because sure. I think what's so frustrating is that it's a hamster wheel. There's always more to do. And in a mm. world of overachievement mm-hmm. and mm. competition and self-promotion, uh, it almost feels necessary to promote yourself and yeah. to keep doing these yeah, things. Because it's like, sure. well, who else is going to do it for me? And so, yeah, I, w- I would say enlightenment, but it also never yeah. stops because right. once you manifest, you just keep going and going and going. And then you, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I guess maybe once you get to a certain level, then you stop incarnating to earth or something. So it's a reincarnation based belief. A lot of it. Yeah. Most and people, I would say. If, and maybe you, if you get to some form of like highest enlightenment. Yeah. Then Nirvana you, of some sort. Yeah. yeah. A lot of different terms for the sort, same thing. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's one question I've always had is kind yeah. of where does this end? What's mm. the goal? What's kind of the final yeah. place? I feel like you're this. trying to just like finally find like that peace and that joy that's not fleeting and it doesn't go away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like this is my new state of being. Yeah. And yeah. by the way, I love even, you know, you saying I'm trying not to judge like my <laughs> former self yeah. saying this because yeah, it sounds right. crazy. Um, I don't think like anybody who's listening to this right now, zero judgment at all, yeah, regardless no. of um, what you happen to believe in your framework is for mm-hmm. explaining the like yeah, life, that's right. That's right. like welcome to the podcast. Mm-hmm. I would say it this way. Life is what's weird. The <laughs> yeah. fact that we are here totally. and we're, we're gravity is keeping us sitting on this giant ball that's spinning at a thousand miles an hour and it's flying around a giant fireball at 72,000 miles an hour. And all of us were just kind of thrown into this Mm -hmm. and none of us have been dead. So none of us, and and we're all just trying to explain it. Yeah, totally. Life is what's weird. And so, and Christianity, like if you were to explain that, like we, there's this God who knew you before the foundations of the world and a 16 year old girl was, was got pregnant, you know, by the Holy Spirit and gave birth to a Messiah and and he le- like he died for our sins and lived a perfect life and one day he's going to split the sky in half and come back on a white horse to get us and we're yeah. going to meet him in the air. Yeah. We believe that. And when yeah. you say that out loud, I'm like the Holy Spirit has done a certain amount of work in your life. Like but with all due respect, if right. you are an atheist, what you believe is really weird. Yeah. Your explanation for all of this also yeah is really weird really yeah. new age pursuit like okay let's just acknowledge all of this is weird but all yeah. of us have to make sense of existence in the first place yeah and i just love how many stories we yeah. keep seeing and that we've found yeah that lead people back to to this whole jesus thing yeah. and explaining yeah. explaining yeah. it with the story of the bible that led you to get baptized that led your friend to invite you to church and yeah. to brunch <laughs> that All that time. keeps peep that keeps atheists getting saved. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. What, it's just yeah, it's incredible to me. Totally. Mm-hmm. So, 
you were coming to church, mm-hmm. holding both things in both hands. Mm-hmm. You're hearing that story. That sounds mm-hmm. compelling, yeah. but crazy in its own right. Yeah. Um, talk about the breakthrough when you were like, no, it's, it's not Jesus plus, it's just Jesus. That's all I need. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, that one is hard to articulate. I think for me, I, I knew that I was a spiritually, this sounds more harsh than I mean it, but you know, for, to a spiritually sick person, the the poison feels like medicine, mm. you know, and for a long time. And then I think mm-hmm. until you get the real dose of the medicine, yeah. then you realize that you've been drinking poison. That's mm. so good. And mm. that's what that sermon was for me because mm. I wanted that because I, I saw proof of what it looked like for people who were not carrying both and they were living so much more free than I was. And things with my health started to kind of relapse a little bit. And I was still, you know, doing all the right things when I think for me, I, um, I was just so hooked on the workspace salvation, Mm. right? But Jesus says on the cross, it is finished. And I completely understand to anybody who feels the way I felt last year, how hard it is to accept the mercy of Jesus, especially because there is nobody else, nothing else on earth that you can compare it to. And so how, how do you do that? How do you Mm. bridge that gap? And I think when Mm. I heard that, I actually went to the 9am with all my friends and I heard it and I was like, oof. That <laughs> felt a little too personal. I'm going <laughs> to stick around for the 11. So mm, I, I went nice. back and I watched it again. Mm. And then I went around Lady Bird and I was listening to it the second it came out and it was just on loop for a week. Wow. And so I'd say half of the plays on YouTube were probably mine <laughs> and um, nice. sent it to a bunch of people. Yeah, I know. Sweet. And, uh, <laughs> and then I started, you know, connecting with other people who had recently come out of it and hearing the same stories. And it was just this this euphoria Hmm. but the thing about this type of breakthrough was that it never went away Hmm, and it all of these years of therapy and healing and horrible things that i was telling myself and things that i was getting into just i mean it it didn't completely completely go away you know we're still human but so much of that internal wounding just seemed to to vanish and just i felt this heart healing wow yeah that's well i brought you this (gasps) <gasps> wow, guys, it's a smoothie. A what's because in it? What's in it? All kinds of things. But awesome. So, I mean, maybe I don't want it, though. It's fine for you to drink because an actual smoothie is fine. They're healthy also, for the most part. Smoothies, <laughs> real smoothies aren't the problem. I haven't this made a smoothie since your you Why does it have a feeling that you were maybe going to do this? I'm not even kidding. I well, have a feeling. So, on that the other day, she was <laughs> like in the front though. row. Worship was going in, you know, a few minutes until she's going to get baptized. And I just walked up and I was like, I thought about just walking up and handing you a smoothie (laughs) right now after seeing your story. But um, it's really explain that analogy real quick. The analogy I had in that sermon was what we're doing with like the New Age movement, for example, uh, is DIY faith, where you're putting all the different ingredients, astrology, tarot cards, media, all these modalities, all these different things. Uh, pull some Eastern religions into this. That's one thing that I see a lot in this country. And I've been in a lot of those other countries and seen those religions in their real form. And we have these watered down versions of some of the things we pull from this. So we cherry pick some of that, Mm. cherry pick a little bit of Jesus and then blend it all together. And this is my faith. Um, And the hard, you know, truth about that is that you're always just going to keep adding things. Yeah. And it's never going to actually lead you to any sort of truth. It's actually going to get wow. murkier and murkier and murkier and more confusing as you go. Mm-hmm. That, that journey for me to that sermon actually started with the Christmas sermon, um, where I was studying the wise men who mm-hmm. were not Israelites. They didn't have like the, they didn't grow up in Jerusalem, but they had a sort of mixed understanding of faiths because they knew the Jewish faith through Daniel, whole backstory. But they kind of had cherry picked and had a bunch of different things. And I listened to a guy talking about them and he defined them as a sincere group of individuals trying to figure things out. That's Mm -hmm. it. That's it. That sermon to me, I knew people were going to come to Christmas and a lot of them would be in the New Age movement. We have a lot of people that have come to our church that are involved in the New Age movement, which I think is so beautiful. I've had some people like, are you worried? I'm like, no, like I want them here to hear the truth. And so then my son was born and I had two weeks where I wasn't working. And my wife and I just were reading a lot of scripture while we'd be holding him. And as I was reading scripture, I felt the tone that God set for this year for me when it came to messages and just us and um, was clarity that we preach the gospel, we preach the gospel, we preach the gospel, but we need sharp clarity for people because there's so much confusion out there. And uh, my mother-in-law could attest to the night before I preached about the smoothie, um, it was probably the heaviest I've ever felt Mm -hmm. going into a sermon. Because it was literally just about going to bat against the devil, wow. like just calling it what it is. And she, that night, mm. 
and she prays for me constantly. And mm -hmm. she had told me like, hey, God's given you the word and he's given you the clarity and you, you need to go speak it mm -hmm. and uh, watch, what, watch what he does. And th that was like that boost of confidence. Cause I walked in here, like I'm about to make some people mad. It's gonna feel like really sharp um, mm -hmm. when I speak directly to these things. And then when I saw your testimony mm -hmm. and what she, my mother-in-law told me this weekend, she's like, look at what God mm -hmm. does, right? When we right. just are sharp with the gospel and yeah. in truth and in love. And it opened my heart to a whole group of people that, um, you know, I feel that are just sincere individuals trying to figure things out. Yep. And the enemy just works Good. really mm -hmm. hard to deceive us. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it, he makes work for a time because yep. he has he has some power yeah. and he can do some things that make you think, okay, if I keep going deeper into this. Um, and so to see somebody who uh, heard the gospel and responded the way you have is just, I think for us, mm -hmm. such the most beautiful story because that's all, like we're just vessels to tell the story of what Jesus sure. has done. Yeah. And um, I'm thankful for you being willing to share that and be bold because you, who knows, you may get some people that aren't too happy that you're sharing real honest stuff about it. But my guess is you're gonna get a whole lot more people. And you said this in your testimony video, in the world you're in with friendships and people you know that are gonna be the ones that call you and go, hey, I need to know what you know. Mm. Cause you can speak my language and you understand where I'm at right now. And there's something that you have that I want. Mm. And now you are called into this beautiful opportunity mm. to go with clarity and pour Good. the glass of clear water mm -hmm. that Jesus is when he says, mm -hmm. I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. And that's yeah. all you need. That's all you need to know. And what can sound offensive at first of like, really Jesus uh, is actually the most beautiful news ever because what you find out is it's no longer on your shoulders because mm -hmm. he did that for you. For sure. um, hmm. And so I, I just like, I wanna encourage you going out of here um, there's gonna be a whole lot of cool stories where you get to share right. that clear gospel with right. people and it's gonna feel a little scary and heavy at times. Right. And then you're gonna watch people realize the truth and freedom for eternity. And it, there's nothing nothing better than that. Awesome. Nothing better than that. Wow. Um, Thank you so much. What, what does your life look like from here? What do you hope for? What are your goals? What do you yeah. see God doing? Yeah, yeah. So I think for me and understanding too the direction that the world is going, everything's getting faster, right? And just mm -hmm. more... Uh, urgency and speed. And I actually read the ruthless elimination of hurry. Mm. I f mm -hmm. Gosh, I finished that so quick. Um, <laughs> you, you hurried right <laughs> the there. Of that, right? <laughs> I, I rushed through that, but I skimmed it. I, I'm busy. <laughs> I've got it on my Kindle and I closed it. Yeah, give me the spark notes to the ruthless elimination of hurry. <laughs> and so I think a lot, a lot of <laughs> Oh, it's so good. Uh -huh. And I think a lot of this, um, Amazon Prime spirituality that is mm -hmm. new age, right? You can you can put whatever you want in your cart and it'll be there quick. Yeah. And you can take things out, you can put it in, it's whatever, and mm. it's quick and it's tangible and it's pretty. And so mm. I think for me too, working in uh, natural health and functional medicine, yeah. a lot of how I got into this was through innocently just trying to heal my body. And I know too, a lot of people, you know, mm -hmm. this talks about a lot and there's a lot of validity to this, the mind body connection mm -hmm. and how a lot of our experiences in the neck up affect our body neck down. Mm -hmm. And there is, there is truth to that. Sure. Um, where it gets dicey is when you start using certain modalities to try to eradicate the root cause of that. Mm -hmm. So my, my hope now is taking this into people that I am working with who've gone through certain health issues and emotional issues. And I find that when I work with people through their health, actually, usually it ends in one of us in tears talking about something hmm. not super physical, but more emotional that is cool. physical at the root, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and so my goal is to take that into this industry because I come in contact a lot with people who, you know, one second they're talking about the enzymatic reactions of magnesium. And then the next thing that comes out is them prescribing some affirmations and mm. it's a little freaky, mm. you know, and it's just so interwoven. And so my goal mm. is to just keep educating myself and learning more and really bringing Jesus into mm. this because from a health perspective, I don't believe that Jesus designed us to feel sick and to feel ill and to put this on us. And so mm. a lot of my journey to spirituality too is realizing that um, you know, we were knit perfectly together in the womb and, um, yeah. there really is so much of what we need already here. So mm. wow. let me ask you two questions. Um, what would you say to somebody who's in the place you were a year or two ago, mm -hmm. just in deep in confusion, yeah. trying to find truth? Yeah. And then other question, what would you say to a Christian person yeah. that maybe has some new age friends or judgments about the new age community? Mm. Um, what would you say to those two audiences? Oh gosh, those are good ones. Okay. I'll start speaking to the the former. 
So somebody who's currently in the new age movement, I see you. I understand you completely. Uh, your search is so valid. I'm so sorry for whatever you went through, right? That caused that gaping hole in your heart. It is so real. And I, I don't know you. I may never meet you, but I love you. And I would encourage you to listen to the sermon, you know, the take out the enemy sermon. I would encourage you to even listen to other podcasts about it. That's what I did. And I think a lot of it too, is me trying to intellectualize my way into Christianity, into faith. And that's just, you know, you can't really do that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I do love apologetics still. So do that oh, too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So many great books. Um, the reason for God, you know, case for Christ, case for faith, all that. Mm -hmm. Um, and it seems like a lot of people need kind of that more intellectual. And then I would say too, um, I actually ordered a book off, or a, a book. I ordered my first Bible off Amazon. Oh, nice. It's pink. And nice. that was right after the sermon. I didn't even have one. Mm. And I would just say, just clear some of the, the new age stuff out for just, you don't have to throw it away. Maybe put it, you know, away, just tuck it away and just try mm. on, try on Jesus for a sec mm. and just see what happens. Mm. Um, and just pray and just keep searching and just mm. keep praying. And then to my, let me stop real quick. Yes. Um, you told the story that you, and you threw your stuff away. I did. What was that moment like for you when you kind of like burned the boats yeah. with your old life? I mm. mean, there was some expensive stuff too. I'm sure. Yeah. And some of it was hard because it was, <laughs> a lot of it was health and wellness related too. Yeah, so it right. was, um, I was like, well, shoot, like this might help some of my clients. This might help, you know, some patients that I work with of, you know, the root cause of their illness could be because of this, 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 and yeah. I don't know, you know, and I, mm -hmm. I just had to pray that if, if that is the truth, that Jesus will reveal that to me later. Yeah. Um, it was, <laughs> it, it was freeing. Mm. I, I knew that I had to do it. It felt like a very worthy risk. Mm -hmm. And I was definitely nervous because, and I was also kind of sad and a little grieving because I was like, dang, this stuff is so tangible and it's so obvious. What kind of stuff? Uh, like crystals, books, mm -hmm. a yeah. lot of books, uh, pendulums. From uh, the pendulum series, <laughs> no, <laughs> exactly like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see what else was there. Sorry, but honestly, what, I don't. What's a pendulum? Oh yeah, it's. Um, I wish I honestly again could even explain mm. it that well myself. Mm -hmm. I went to some of these these festivals and fairs, and they had mm. all this, you know, these gadgets and gizmos. And um, there was one woman, and she had it's um, a chain usually, or like a long chain, maybe. I don't know, 12 inches. And then at the bottom of it, there's a pointy stone or maybe a, a something like that. And you again, trying to explain this is tricky, but essentially you can, you can get answers immediately with that. And so you kind of tune the energy into maybe the palm of your hand and you can ask it yes or no questions and Got it. yeah. And it'll point for you. Or, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like through that a magic eight ball. Concept. Yeah, basically. Actually, yeah. Similar concept. Okay. Very similarly. <laughs> okay. Magic conch shell if you're a SpongeBob person. Uh, yes. <laughs> there you go. All hail the magic conch. Um, you can cut that. But Who isn't? No. <laughs> yeah, we, got a, we got a lot of SpongeBob fans watching A lot of SpongeBob fans. Yeah, oh, same. Um, and then the crystals, which, you know, inherently, like, isn't, I don't know, a bad thing, right? If God created that too. But mm -hmm. it's, it's the intent behind it and the energy that they were charged with when I found them. And... Um, a lot of it too is like unfollowing a lot of things on Instagram mm -hmm. and Twitter, yeah. deleting yeah. contacts. And I texted mm -hmm. a few girlfriends who had referred to the mediums and apologized and, you know, mm -hmm. basically told them like, Hey, I'm, I'm sorry. Like I repent for this and they forgave me. And they were like, Oh yeah, yeah cool. Like I wasn't really that into it anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Wow. Powerful. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> I have another question after that, but first go back to, to a Christian person. Yeah. Yes. Maybe that's important. Yeah. Um, I think a reason too that yeah, I was stuck there for a while was because when I was sitting with Christian friends, not all of them, um, but a few, you know, and they, they tried, they were respectful. They really were, mm -hmm. but I, you could sense the judgment no matter mm -hmm. how hard they tried to mm -hmm. conceal it. And it made me just want to stay further away. I was yeah. like, see, that's that judgment. There it is. That doesn't exist where I'm at. We welcome mm -hmm. everything mm -hmm. <laughs> except for Jesus. But you know, yeah. we, uh, mm -hmm. I, I would just say, see their heart more than you know what yeah. they're trying to do wow. to fill that void wow. and pray mm. for them pray yeah. for them yeah. um and if if you do feel so compelled to send them a few resources send it when they're ready maybe they'll listen to it mm. but be mindful too yeah. maybe the, the state of the person for sure mm -hmm. yeah i think sometimes as christians we can almost feel threatened when we know somebody believes something different and feel like we need to go like 
lecture yeah. them or mm -hmm. explain versus going and asking like, what are you trying to find? Yeah. You know, that question I've been asking today of like, what's the end goal here? What are we looking for? Yeah. Why are you trying these things? Could yeah. be a beautiful bridge into a conversation about, oh, I know actually who's got all that yep. for you. Yeah. Um, your story, obviously, there's been so much that's happened. Beautiful, amazing way that God has just grabbed hold of your life and you're like on fire. And mm. um, mm -hmm. I would love to know, this is clearly the beginning of so many things, but where mm -hmm. we're at right now this weekend was your baptism. Yeah. Yeah. Walk through the weekend and how it felt and what that was like for you. Yeah. Oh, I was so nervous. Oh my gosh, I was so nervous because in when, when I was filming it, um, I was definitely nervous walking in here, but I just had to keep reminding myself, you know, like you guys said earlier, I am merely a vessel communicating a story that is very common to other people. Yeah. And I was just hoping that the words came out right. I didn't, I didn't want to offend anybody who was watching it, make them feel guilty maybe for leading me astray because that's absolutely mm. not my intention. Yep. And they're people that I'm still very close to and I love very dearly. And I don't want them to feel guilty, you know, for, for introducing me to certain things um, or to come across as like, I'm, I'm superior and I found it first, you know, mm. oh my gosh, like that would wreck me mm. if, if someone felt that way on my behalf. So um, I was nervous about that and <laughs> Yeah, I think I think what I was nervous about too. I was obviously excited. I didn't really know what to expect because I feel like I'm still kind of a baby Christian, mm -hmm. and so I I'm still really you know newly experiencing a lot of these things and these miracles. And I mean, even the few days before my baptism and now a few days after, just some of the random encounters I've had with people yeah. and conversations about God. Mm -hmm. I yeah. mean, it's just yeah. Oh, it's comical. I love it. Yeah, it's incredible. And so yeah, I think for me it was I think more. Uh, it was again a mix of anxiety of oh gosh i really hope that some people don't get their feelings hurt in watching this and also just excitement because it's it's my rebirth you know mm. november 12th it's my new rebirth day yeah, so awesome. um i was excited and you know definitely going in that water i it just it's so symbolic of just so many things being washed behind left behind mm. yeah and mm. it just feels phenomenal yeah mm-hmm it's awesome. You guys have well, any send off encouragement for summer? Yeah, I, one of the the big gifts that I feel like you bring to the church is your ability to share your story and to talk about experiences that you've had with uh, in a very like non judgmental way, where you uh, it, there were one of the themes of baptism was people struggling to forgive themselves. Mm. Um, which I even shared is something that, that I understand um, and, and go through in my own journey. Um, and I feel like you are leading the way for us and, and showing us how to go, yeah, that was a part of my past because I was just sincerely trying to figure things out um, as I went. And it took me in this direction and this direction, um, and now I have a story to tell. And so I think my, my biggest encouragement for you is, is never lose that humility, right? And that, that ability to go, no, let me just be honest about what I've picked up along the way, because maybe it will help you with your journey. Um, that is a, a priceless quality. Um, that, that is like, there's a reason why testimonies mm -hmm. stories are so powerful mm -hmm. when someone's ready to do it in a, in a vulnerable and authentic way. And so thank you for doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got your story and your humility, but just to affirm something, you also have a very clear gift to communicate. Mm -hmm. yeah. And even um, I remember when your when your video was filmed, my wife came home and she said she literally said, "Babe, wait till you hear Summer's story." Yeah. Not just her story, but um, it's funny how many people have told me how clearly she communicates. Mm. And so Ethan talked about the clarity of of the gospel and of Jesus. Um, but there's also clarity to your communication yeah. as well. Yeah. And so when you can line up um, your humility and your story and the wisdom that you now have, and you package that in a, a gift that God has already given you to continue cultivating the ability to talk Good. and communicate an idea. And, and now what's beautiful about it is going from like an evangelist of new age, mm -hmm. where you're essentially saying to people, um, here's some tools to seek and find yourself more. And now you're an evangelist of, can I, 
can I point you to a God who, by the way, is searching for you too? Mm. Um, as you cultivate more and more of this God-given gift, um, this is just the beginning for what, for the story that he wants to write, yeah. you know? And yeah. if you were to give another testimony video a decade from now, um, there's a, there's a whole, there's another chapter that's beginning, yeah. um, about him using you to reach right. a lot of people because of what you've been through. And, um, so just to affirm, you have a gift to communicate. And so I know it's funny to me, like you were nervous to, to, to talk on an interview and, and your testimony and all of that. And uh, you have zero reason to ever be nervous when <laughs> yeah, it comes to communicating. Yeah. So well done. Thank and you uh, thank you for being here today. This oh was a real gosh. gift to yeah. us, yeah. but also everybody who's going to watch it. Yeah. Oh um, I, I, the word I hear for you is you have a life that is going to leave a legacy of freedom. For so many people, and you articulate yeah. grace and truth beautifully together, which is how Jesus operated. And uh, I'm excited for stories to come. We've got your back yeah. on the journey because sometimes yeah. it's lonely and sometimes it's hard yeah. um, to stand and share the gospel, even as loving of a message as it is in a hostile world. But uh, don't hold back. Yeah, go leave that legacy. This has been awesome. You guys, what a great thank day! You. Thanks for thank being here. Yeah, so summer. much. It was awesome. Yeah, truly. thank you. This was fun. Um, well. Next week, we're going to be talking kingdom builders, talking about yep. a little maybe gratitude. Gratitude. Yep. And we're going to have some fun. Uh, would love to recommend that people listen to Stories in Scripture ah. again. Check out that. Uh, we always encourage people to share this because yeah. maybe your friend needs to hear the gospel. But man, I would Especially really encourage you to share episode. this episode. Yeah, uh, Summer story, phenomenal. Thank mm -hmm. you again. And uh, there's people who need to hear what she has walked through in the life she's yeah. given and what God has shown her. So share this with somebody else. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back for a little Thanksgiving fun. Peace out. Bye.